0: I'm Donald Trump and I, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message.
1: This is for my white trash, the ones the whole world hates, the ones who voted for Trump, that got labeled racist but ain't. The ones with Paul calves, make America great, who love their country to death and struggle on minimum wage. Hey, they angry that illegal aliens taking work that maybe they could get single parents with some baby kids hated for being a patriot all my life i've been white trash all my life it's been like that the whole world been left leaning i'm proud of the right who fight back been chewed up and spit out they scream but no one listens they're so in love and vote for Fuck a politician They're our neighbors They're our soldiers Our men and women and children They're the middle class families Who got forgot by the system Uh. And God we trust And all the guns are just backup Rock and camouflage Don't tread on me Get smoked like tobacco Yeah we white trash We rednecks crackers Since we were young We grew close We moved slow These colors don't run Yeah Call us white trash Suck with someone they know Call us white trash I'm white trash, you be happy and broke. Then I'm white trash, but I'm not alone. Yeah, fuck you, I'm white bro, I ain't apologize for shit. You don't like that I like my skin color? Then you can suck my dick. I like open gun laws, I like drunken bar brawls, I like drinking Budweiser, I like smoking Marlboro. We monstered up in them monster trucks, rolling in heavy machinery, we all believe in protecting what's ours, if you fuck with us we got that heavy machinery. Hey, drink beers in a lawn chair, nothing much going on here, probably get a few long stares, look, you don't belong here. Hey, Please don't get mad at me, I did not put up the barrier, people are judging me for my exterior, man you serious? Say the word white and they act like the are furious. Mad child and I'm sick as fuck, white boy in my pickup truck, shotguns, my girl's money, I'm a firecracker. We lit it up. We just live in our best life. Don't wrap us up some wax scandal. Beer and blood on a white beater. Jacked up on Jack Daniels. Get my chicken at Colonel Sanders. Judge me and I'll backhand him. Tom, pass me that red mask and I'll beat his ass with an axe handle. Call us white trash. Suck with someone they know. They, know, they, know, they know. Call us white trash. like me care what we go. Is it white trash? A fire if it's cold, white trash. We don't want to be high class, white trash with a heart made of gold. Call us white trash, like with someone they know. Call us white trash, like we care what we don't. is said, white trash. Your daddy was home when you left. You're right. Your sister was home when you left. You're right. Your brother was home when you left. right. The dog was home when you left. You're right. Your cat was home when you left. You're right. The fish was home when you left. You're right. Your mommy, your daddy, your brother, your sister, the dog, the cat, the fish was home when you left. You're right. And that's the reason you left. You're right. I up,
0: Everybody, oh, got an echo here. here figure out why. All right. Oh, it's still here. You hear an echo, Dan?
2: Uh, and no, it's on your side. Yeah, here. All right. It's still there
0: All right. Let me uh bring in the station quick here. Alright, I want to welcome 105.7 of Phase Patriot Radio. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, Ert Radio, WESN, Epic Strategy Network, MBR Radio, Military Broadcast Radio, UG Media in the UK, Jay Parker Radio, Paisley Radio, FCM Live, Sword Radio, The Hit Network, FTM Radio, and 90.1 The Beat. Alright, we are live. How you doing, Stan? I'm
2: doing fine. Uh, those, uh, Marching cadence songs kind of brought back a lot of memories. I'm sure I sure spent a lot of time right. out in the parade field.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found that one. Uh, we're waiting for Goose to get in here. I don't know where he is. Uh,
2: Goose and Maverick—that's from Top Gun, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but what are you flying, <clears throat> and how high are you? <laughs> well, no, both of us are Army, <laughs> so neither one oh. of us are flying. <laughs> Ground uh, Pounders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see yeah,
2: my know. brother was um Army he was Army paratroops medical. Oh
0: okay. All right. All right. Ah, so um yeah where the heck is. always late. Late as usual. I always tell him I can't believe you were in the army and you're late for everything. <laughs> the, um Did you get my email? Um
2: do <clears throat> you just? Do I call you Matt? Maver- call you Matt? Maver-
0: you can call. Maverick. Yeah, yeah. Maverick is fine. Oh, I see you there. Okay.
2: Uh, I sent you an email about a link. I might be able to use Am, am I able to share a screen on your system?
0: I think so. Um, we just started using this StreamYard. I know, I know it allows you to do it, but I have not figured it out yet. <laughs> but I bet I'm sure you. Yeah. I, I mean, if you can share, go ahead. Uh, you can. You can try to see if you can share. I'm just gonna.
2: I'm gonna try something here.
0: Okay. <clears throat> All right. Welcome everybody in podcast. There, uh, excuse me in Podbean. Uh, we're here with <coughs> Dale is here with us tonight. We're waiting on Goose, but uh, I think we're just gonna have to uh, continue on without him if he doesn't show up soon here uh Show images.
2: Okay, have a look at that. Are you getting my? Uh... Oh, yeah. Let me see.
0: I got here. I can add
2: this screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yep, yep. You, you, you see that? Yes. Now that's that screen share. okay. All right. Now, now you're going to ask me, how do I, how do I stop it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see here. I can. It, it allows me to remove it. Oh, and you can do. Okay. Yeah. It. it, it so yeah, I've not, I haven't tried the the screen share yet. I have, you know, the video is new for us. We're usually we're only uh, audio Sound. on Podbean, but uh, we we're expanding. So <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So good to we're, know. We're, I learned something today too. We're we're trying to uh, come into the new age here, video. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I was. I mean, I was looking forward to this interview because uh, there's a lot going on with these, uh, with the government and everything. Uh, let me see. I think Bravo wanted to get in here too. I think you remember Bravo from last time.
2: Um, yeah, I just got an email in on my news thing here. It just came in just two minutes ago from the journalcom uh-huh. and the title of it says "Red Alert." check your bank account right now. Your money may already be gone. Oh, really?
0: Uh, (laughs) Everybody's rushing now, too, probably. (laughs) Well,
2: I I, got to admit, uh, just before I I signed on to you there, I checked our accounts to see they were still cash there, but wow.
0: Everything's still fine. (laughs) Uh, Let me...
2: Okay, so do you want to go ahead and
0: start covering some
2: things, or we're waiting this? Yeah. How you doing, Stan? Hey, Bravo,
0: welcome. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll just go ahead and hopefully Goose will join us here. Uh, I'm not sure. What's Sorry, going who to was to that voice know. in the background? Uh, that's Bravo. That's, that bravo.
2: Okay, that's Bravo. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. You know what my call <laughs> sign was in the Air Force? What was it? Dribble. Dribble. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, uh-huh so, yeah well <laughs>
0: for, the, for the new people who weren't who probably didn't catch the last time you were on um you want to just give a little background uh, before we start getting uh into
2: yeah i can do that let me just uh oh, uh, yeah let me i
0: mean just like pull a up. You know, brief overview it doesn't that be... okay well um
2: i've been trained in uh, computer programming systems analysis at ibm back in the Early days of computers where we still used uh, plug boards with wires to read cards and stuff like that. And so I grew up with computers, and when they had, you know, personal computers after that, well, I was, you know, really enamored with that. And uh, now that my phone has about a thousand times more memory and power than my IBM 360 did in those days. But anyway, I've uh, I've written a few uh, on, and I've been a uh, presenter. Uh, on a few uh, television documentaries, one on the life of Nikola Tesla um, and the UFO, uh, UFOs Are Here uh, series at Channel 9 in Perth. Um, I used to work uh, for Dr. Edward Teller's research team in Australia. I was recruited by them to do research on uh, electrogravitic aircraft and, and other technologies as well. And uh, we did have, I didn't meet them, but we did have uh, dealings with... Uh, Gray critters, tall and short, and I suppose with the Nordic-looking ones, uh, and uh, made bases for them, which they kicked us out of in the late seventies. Uh, let's see what else. Um, yeah, that's you know I I've taught uh, computer graphics at university there in uh, Curtin University. Uh, I have a, a, we have a family book uh, publishing and writing company where we you know write and publish our books. Um, I discovered the Garden of Eden in Tanzania in 2014 and Atlantis. I actually located that in May of 2016, a couple years later. Um, I've been to the Middle East, uh, to uh, Israel, down into the Qumran and uh, and lower down. Um, I've developed advanced propulsion systems for marine air spacecraft. And I'm still working on that with a pilot friend over in uh, California at the moment.
0: You've, been, you've got uh, quite quite a background. <laughs> um, I know. Last time we, we got into a lot of the UFO stuff, but I know since the last time you were on, a, a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, now the government is finally uh, coming out and basically almost acknowledging the fact that uh, UFOs exist. Yeah, now, isn't that interesting? <laughs> after yeah. hiding it all these years now they they suddenly uh and i thought it was interesting i was looking up some things to talk to you about um where they uh they're changing the term of the what they normally called ufo's it says they were they they changed the name from unidentified aerial phenomenon to un unidentified area area excuse me aerospace/undersea slash phenomena i mean um I don't. Sorry, I, don't, I didn't
2: hear, didn't hear that maverick the last part of it oh, because you're dropping out. The the bandwidth is being crowded. I dropped my.
0: Oh, can can you hear me? Okay.
2: You disappear every now and then.
0: Oh, well, uh, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. it, it it just that they changed their they're changing the term that they call UFOs to uh, yeah unidentified uh, aerospace uh, slash undersea phenomenon. now. I mean, I thought well, that a that lot of it is
2: undersea. A lot of it is, and uh, yeah. So what do you uh,
0: what do you think um, they're finally just deciding to uh, let us know a little more? You know what I mean. Well, Maverick, look. Um, in 1978,
2: after I got out of the um, the teller organization, um, that was a little bit before. But in nineteen seventy I wrote a book about what we were doing there and what the grand plan was. It's called The Cosmic Conspiracy. And uh, the grand plan formed after World War II was over, when the allies got together and said, look, we can't afford a nuclear war, anticipated some of the discussions behind the scenes. Um, and they said, look, uh, we have to figure out a way to get rid of nuclear war. And they all agreed, we've got to have a global go- government with teeth. We've got to be able to control the people and all the countries, so that we can stop the use of nuclear war and uh, have peace. Now. They said, well, okay, how do we do that? And they, they kicked it around. They looked at the League of Nations, which which only had about six or seven nations in it. And it failed. Then they looked at the United Nations, which was early days back then. But, you know, you couldn't get any two of them to agree on what cup of coffee to drink. And so getting them to agree on, you know, world government was nothing. So then the third alternative, alternative three, which people have heard bandied around. Alternative three was about, okay, what do we do? We don't do it like Hitler. We don't force people into a government of the world it was germany and the resistance will break it the whole system down so they said okay let's let's fool the pull of earth with a fake you know like a blue beam but an alien landing on this this planet and we will fool it uh, and, and let the people know that whoever they are gosh we just discovered them and uh you know uh, they mean us no harm and uh, they can set up a world government like they have in their place where they come from all safe and wonderful. And so using that, uh, then we, we do it. Well, in the early fifties, actual real aliens did contact our people before, you know, Eisenhower was contacted, contacted anyway. Uh, the Roswell thing was kind of the first part of it. Um, and so we had technology at our disposal that they had, that they would give us in exchange for us setting up underground bases and undersea bases and under ice bases for them, stocking it with equipment and stuff that they can make their own, ships, their own weapons, whatever. 74, 73, 74, it started to go south, and they they started wanting us to leave the bases and and let them have it and kick us out. It didn't get serious until the late 70s when shooting battles started at various of our facilities, like, um, you know, um, well, one in Arizona and... uh, Anyway, several of the bases and um, these shooting uh, shooting uh, battles, uh, we lost a few people. I think they lost a few, but it, it uh, turned out that uh, their weapon was better than ours. And so we had to do whatever they said and get out. There's still cooperation between some of them and our government. So you're going to see that it's going to be released to the people as though, gosh, you know, we didn't know they were here. We had hints of it. And, uh, you know, we haven't had any dealings with it, really. But they're here. They come and they mean us no harm. Now, why is this good? Alien landing here on the planet, you know, from afar. Are going to say, "Look, um, we don't have any religious or political or economic baggage with us. You know, we'll select a man to run your 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 world government. We'll back him up with technology, and you know, there'll be peace level planet. All you got to do is just cooperate." Now, the people of the earth, not the politicians, but the people are going to say, "Oh, yeah, that's a great idea." But what our politicians? probably don't realize is that this is not just aliens it was like the fallen ones from a parallel dimension that the bible speaks of you know satan and his minions Uh and there's a war going on and this is a a great deception to fool people into thinking this first landing first revealing of of, of off-worlders is the real like you know good guys and they may even show you like videos of the crucifixion of jesus Hmm.
4: that's the fallen
0: angels in a row
2: Bravo! Yeah. Oh, that was, yes.
0: Um, sorry, that that that's Goose was asking a question. Hey, Stan. That
4: would be the falling angels that we always talk about.
2: Yes. 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 Yeah. Is that Goose or Bravo? Yeah. Sorry. That, that was Goose. That was. Goose. Okay, Goose. All right. Now I'm just trying to recognize the voice. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, this is I I've been expecting it 1978 when I first wrote the Cosmic Conspiracy first 200 pages haven't changed with all the updates I've done. It's it, it, exactly as I wrote it then. And the plan was to do this, to coerce the people of earth, to fool them into accepting this world government. Now, in Matthew 24, you know, Jesus tells people, look, don't be fooled by this great deception. They're going to be coming here saying, I am the, the, the Jesus, you know, I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to me in this place in the desert or this secret place there. He says, don't believe it. When I come, there's not going to be an eye on the planet that won't. Uh, you know, I'll be everywhere this is why I wrote the book uh, because at that time I had been reading the Bible and understanding the point on this, this deception. Yeah. So uh, where we sit now is um, the the United States is kind of part of the modern Babylon, like England and the United States together are almost. And I, I talked about it in my book, you know, in the Cosmic conspiracy. And I said, um, you know, um, look at the great seal of the United States. I said, I, I, I had a lot of things other than this, but in the great seal of the United States, I show how 666 is hidden in the numbers at the bottom of the great seal under the pyramid. And I showed that Novus Ordo Seclorum that they have that motto down there is properly read by the initiates as Novus Ordo Seclorum, which or the Lash. It's a dictatorial structure. And it's Babylonian almost in structure because of the, the way the, the, the base 60 is for that. Anyway, that's that's in the... Uh, in fact, let me just uh, pull up a picture and show you that here. Let me try this uh, uh, screen share thing. Share screen.
3: Okay, share screen. Which one is it? Uh, um, yeah. Yes, Stan, yeah. doesn't that say something like like welcome to the new world order of secularism or something like that because i had a i had a friar a, a, a monk he he interpreted that for me and he he said this is he said that's what it meant or something like that it yeah it, it, was, it, it, it wasn't referring to christianity or anything like that it was referring to a you know that that they didn't believe in anything basically you know they were
0: I he didn't hear everything uh probably
3: <laughs> yeah yeah we're going going in and out here um the um i had a monk years ago uh, a a father uh who was a scholar interpret that you know for me he was and uh he said that it said something like i i used to have it with me i don't have it on me right now but it said something like welcome to the new world order of secularism, or something right, like that
2: that's, that's the way, if you translate the Latin, uh, that's the way it would read. Uh, Announce okay. order of secular,
3: you know, something. Yeah, I, I re-
2: that's in the word. That's in the word "secularum" at the bottom. Okay. Of the field. Now the initiates, you know, the Illuminati. Sec, or, or sec lorem. That means the new order favoring the whip or the lash. It's a dictatorial order. And if you're, if you're looking at the screen here, uh, let me just see here, um, you can see the the birth or the arrival of the new world order that favors the whip or the lash. That's the full translation. There are so many things here like in the numbers, uh, MD, CC, Those are in three groups here. Let's see how we, Move this screen over. There we go. In uh, page 72, 73, 75, something like that, is this page. And I show you how you break down that Roman numerals at the base of the pyramid, which, strangely enough, has an all-seeing eye on the top of it. This is the Illuminist. Uh, it's uh, definitely a, a, a branch of Masonic orders, not all. And you can see how 1776 in Roman numerals is one one zero Babylonian uh, plus six, six, six in Arabic. And, uh, and you know, it, I just run through there, how this is all reduced to six, six, six. And, you know, it, it's a numbers game. Yeah. Um, okay. Now uh, let's uh, go back. And this is on, in that same book. You see the three emblematic lights of the lodge, the Masonic lodge bible the square and compass and something else uh, the jewels of the lodge or the bible the square and the compass or the quran they, some of them accept the quran but this you see this in our great seal if you take a coin uh and put the front side of the great seal on one side turn around and put the the uh back side of the great seal Yes, This is the image you will
5: see.
2: The front and the outburst sides of it form this phoenix, which is rising up out of the ashes that is beneath the great pyramid, to form this. This uh, new. anyway, we know that that Freemasons designed much of Washington and our great seal and all kinds of things, so it's no should be no surprise to anybody. But
3: yeah, and and you yeah. and to to validate what what stan's saying um they the fbi released a bunch of redacted documents a few years back and there i read them and their final analysis was that these weren't from another planet these guys were interdimensional beings that were very intelligent you know we know them to be the fallen ones and that anything that's flying around in a machine that looks like a creature was created by these guys over the last, who knows, six to 20,000 years or maybe even longer. You know, they have their own seed on the earth that they manipulate, you know, and they, they do it using our seed, you know, the woman's seed and the man's seed. And they, and they come up with all these different creatures and, 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 and insects. They're masters at DNA manipulation. Yeah.
2: Well, they're trying to build their own uh, version of uh, beings on the planet uh, for the war, the final battle, actually, in the great war in the heavens. It, that, that happens at Armageddon. And so they are trying to pollute the population of the earth so there won't be as many that follow Jesus and, and uh, you know, get into his team and his army. This is a, this is a, a war. The Bible tells you there was, there was war in the heavens. There is war in the And the complete will be done here on the planet earth. So that's why they're trying to pollute the, the, the human population so that they can't go and be in, in Jesus army, I guess is the best way to say it. But right. I agree they, they they're, they've been manipulating genes like crazy.
0: What do you, um, I, I saw a report uh, that just came out. I think it was uh, last week. Um, they were saying since March uh, 21 to September 22, there's been over, 300 new reports of what government terms is an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh, But, I mean, what do you think these, I mean, now, of course, they explained away some of it, you know, um, they said, like 120, 171 were, were, I mean, 171 were unexplained by the government, but the other ones were like 163, they they said were either balloons or balloon entities and stuff like that. And then there were a handful of other things like Drones and birds and stuff like that, but then the seventy one, they say they couldn't identify at all. Um, that they're still trying to identify. I mean, uh, why are we seeing so much activity now? Then, I mean, I mean, we always have been, but it seems to uh, like like be an uptick of activity.
2: Well, this was planned from the start. Um, what they wanted to do, the the the, the is they wanted to have all major crisis curves come together at once in a time where people would cry out that their governments are worthless. Over 110 nations of the planet right now have violent uprisings against their governments, 110 of 196. Now, uh, the Illuminati said, okay, let's make uh, you know, threat of nuclear war one of the crisis curves. Let's make the economic uh, failure of the planet one of the crisis curves. Let's make uh, drought Weather disease, you see what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And,
2: and uh, uh, I got go. a question. I got a question.
4: And yeah, uh, have- uh, it's maybe not related to this, but when the Nuremberg court supposedly supposed to execute so many Nazis for the crime that they committed, stuff like that,
2: they really didn't execute that many people. Where are those people went that didn't get executed? Well, you know, Paperclip brought a lot of them over. I met von Braun uh, years ago, but uh, yeah, we took a lot of them. And the Russians took a lot of the German scientists. And uh, those at Nuremberg, those that didn't get obviously killed were transported to other projects. I mean, they were very brilliant uh, engineers. And they had also, we think, had contact with these alien critters.
4: So do you think they're involved of everything what's going on today with the aliens, the exposure, and the control of all the governments in the earth? Sorry, repeat that, you dropped out. If you think they are the one controlling everything worldwide now?
2: Yes, yes, Goose, I do. And and here's the thing, what they don't realize yet is that in this betrayal of the human race to this this consortium of fallen ones or transmission, in this betrayal of our people to them, What's going to happen is it's like when any conqueror comes into a country to take it over, in this case, a planet, you, you use people within that, that community as spies, you know, to tell them their own people, tell you how to control them and to take over that country or this, this planet. Now, the people that do that are not trustworthy. So, whatever this control turns over to the followers and their man here for the world government, they are going to kill. All of the Illuminists that were involved in this because they're they're useless and not not uh, trustworthy. They cheat, they lie, you know. And so,
5: uh... we
3: lost Stan. Oh, Sorry, he... we're dropping. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, there you
0: Yo, can you hear us? You
2: make. Now, again, okay. you may in the future look for uh, somebody to give you a, a faster or wider bandwidth so that you can hold all these these things together without dropouts.
0: Yeah, I don't know why we're having so much dropout. Normally, we don't have that problem. But, uh, well, maybe it's the topic
2: and the guy you're talking to. <laughs> that,
0: that's yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't it, doubt that at all. Hey, Stan,
3: uh, Stan, Stan I, this um, is Bravo again. Hey, don't you think the the little the little... Crumbs that they're they're revealing to us now. These are nothing burgers compared to what really exists. You agree?
2: You know, there are things like like in the day the Earth stood still, where the, the 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 pilot of it and the robot they come out of a solid saucer. Mm -hmm. The saucer just opens up the door out of the solid surface. Okay, That is molecular physics where you can separate molecules, one molecule-wide cuts in it, and open a door through it and put it back and, and change the frequency by half cycle and it's all metal again. So We've got the kind of technology to do that. You can walk through solid objects by polarizing both the object and the person going through it so that their atoms pass through each other. I mean, there's nearly 1600 times the, the uh, distance of an atom uh, into its outer shell between atoms, 1600 times. So once you polarize the, the, the wall and, and yourself, you can go in between the atoms without hurting them or yourself, and then you know, go to random frequency again. So That's just one of the things, I mean, the time dilation and uh, that occurs in the craft anyway, but uh, just oh. medicine. Lots of things. And look, people are going to really be impressed with this. that don't know better. And that's, that's my fear is a lot of people are going to sign up for this because they don't know that this has all been a ruse. Uh, the evidence will be absolutely spectacular. Did, did you guys see the the V movie years ago in seventies? V?
0: V? Uh, I don't, I don't think I've seen Look,
2: look. After I need to have
4: a TV stand.
2: <laughs> uh, well, 1975 or 76, something like that, uh, while I was still in Australia. But I saw it there. And if you look on the internet for V, the the letter V, uh-huh. uh, the invasion, and it's invasion of uh, beings from somewhere in space to Earth, and it follows in a secular way what the body, what they're going to offer people, and people will be fooled by them. So. It'd be, it'd be worth your time to watch that movie yeah, if you can find that
0: it. Up.
2: Stan. You know, uh, yeah, sorry. No, I was going to, you might answer this question already because I got here
4: late. But why do you think Trump created the Space Force? Why they keep everything so in secret, but they're talking about building this, building.
2: Uh, Why do they keep what? Why Why they keep building so many things
4: uh, and mentioning uh, UFO and building the Space Force and all that stuff? Why? But why they don't tell the people the truth? I
2: mean, why? I mean, they're really there. So They don't want people to know the truth yet because they want to seem uh, ignorant of all the truth. Like they didn't have anything to do with suppressing this technology, really. And that this arrival of these beings and their technology is a you know a gift to humanity. And so they want to look surprised as though they weren't guilty, they weren't <laughs> complicit. Yeah. This Illuminati business, uh, you know, uh, Goose, is like in 19, I worked for the FBI. And we, Mr. Hoover, Director Hoover, had a special file investigating who? The Illuminati. And when I left the country in 71, I had been exposed in one in the place where I was undercover and they were trying to get me out before I was, they told me if you survive and get to Australia, uh, for the other project that they put me into, they said, uh, watch for Mr. Hoover dying. He's going to be a uh, dead heart attack or be replaced. And sure enough, within a year or so, he had a heart attack and died. The Illuminists didn't like what he was doing. Um, so hmm. yeah.
0: Um, let me, there was something else uh i don't know if you're familiar with this guy i saw i was watching a short video they were interviewing this guy i don't know when this interview was he was a former air force osi agent his name was richard richard dotty yeah. d o t y yeah are you familiar with him i've heard the name i didn't meet him he was uh says he he said he was involved in uh project amber sun uh, the study wonderful. of... Uh, in Area 51, yeah. Study of uh, captured. He he studied the ETs that they captured or either found at crash sites or stuff like that. And then he was claiming that one escaped at one point from, uh, I think it was Pat, Papoose Lake. Uh, I'm not sure where that yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, he said these beings came from, he said, it says that he came from 10, 10 light years away. They're called, uh tranyloids are you familiar with that term no i i didn't know what it was either i mean I <laughs> do, you, do you really think
3: that a lot of these that are coming you know with these spacecrafts and they you know and they crash or they land on on the earth you, you really think they're coming from another place or do you think that they're coming from like inner earth in areas that they've always been here <clears throat> they created the technology. This is all part of the great deception that they're going to come. I, I I look at it, you know, and then you hear some people in the New Age realm that says, well, there's good aliens here uh, that want to do good for us. And then you, you have the bad ones. I think they're playing good cop, bad cop because they're all bad. You know, we know they all come from the fallen ones. What do you think? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I, I want to know your your opinion is.
2: That was Goose, is it?
0: That was Bravo. That's
3: Bravo. Sorry,
4: Bravo. 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 I, I sound better, Stan.
0: That's
2: the end. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, I think there have been here all along in certain numbers uh, and probably inside Earth. Uh, I've even developed gravitational models, uh, theoretical models of how gravity really works. And it, this model allows for vacant shells to form concentric shells inside the planet or any planet or any star for that matter. But, uh, in this, uh, the Admiral Byrd story, you know, the, the secret diary story, I think is in that periodically as a planet ages, its polar regions thin out and open up uh, so you can get down into the, then they close back up. Now, I think that's what happened to Byrd. So, The Bible even speaks of, you know, to home the outer depths and there are locked up souls or, you know, bad guys that are going to be let loose, you know, in the tribulation period. So been here, but I don't think they're all here at the moment and uh, they have been building technology, but they, when we got to advanced technology, we helped them build these hidey holes and bigger ships. Then they, then they said, okay, uh, you know, we'll accept your help and let you know a certain amount of stuff. And then they will they kicked us out um you know um in that movie that i was talking about in that v movie one of the things uh, that impressed them is uh, the, the people of earth was that these ships were like saucer shaped and a mile or so in diameter right and people think engineers engineers i've talked to and physicists they say oh that'd be impossible to support something like that because the the metal would fatigue and the support members would fatigue and it'd collapse under its own weight you couldn't Zip around the skies at that speed, but the one thing they forget is that you can generate, say, you can generate a small field, thirty feet for a craft, thirty feet in diameter. You can have an eight hundred double torus. What it amounts to, anyway, if you take a bunch of these and hook them up underneath a structure that might be a mile wide, then link their fields together, then every part of that structure the maximum you'd have to support anything would be uh, 400 feet. Um, if it was the hundred foot diameter of field, but you put all these together in sync then you can move a structure a mile wide and, you know, very, very thick and tall as well at speeds of 20,000, 22,000 miles an hour in the atmosphere without burning up because you're using a field propulsion system. Um, anyway, um, that's, Look the, the Arizona, you know the lights, the Phoenix lights. I'm pretty sure if that was a solid craft, that it was a test of the, the deceptive craft. You could have an empty shell and put these crafts that are really driving it on the bottom of, with lights and stuff, and let that move the empty shell. Of it they won't move that fast, Stan. I mean, I, I was
4: I was looking at a show the other day about that, and and it's impossible to do it because they got the metal plate right below, and Another thing that uh, Amari, you mentioned ten light years, and I was looking at the light year. Ten light years equal to fifty-eight point seven nine trillion miles. That means the Apollo that set the record for the high speed. At ten, say we take them two hundred seventy thousand years to reach that location. So, Stan, where these people is coming from that take them? Uh, they come from far, far away. Ten years, ten light like years. That's far, far, far away from here.
2: Yeah, that's not that far if you could go uh, near light speed. And and by the way, light speed limit. I uh, Einstein never really put that as as the ultimate limit. Uh, it's if way through space which has mass. Uh, you will meet the reflection of your own inertia hitting that mass. At that point, then you can't go any further, any faster, because you'll you'll Burn up, explode, whatever. But if you are breaststroking, as we do with the saucers, if you push ahead of you, and that field reflects back around you, you you breaststroke through space, and you can exceed the speed of light many times.
4: It's been proved that we
2: haven't. I mean, how long it takes for us to reach a galaxy? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on which galaxy. There's so many of them, but. Uh, with our galaxy, you know, if it was um twenty thousand light years ago, you might <laughs> go across that by going up into the parallel dimension and scoot across and then come back down because as you go upper the upper dimensions that are around yes. us, uh your mass density is much less. We're, we're here, our our atoms are so condensed. If you get up into the that area, you can make a trip, you know, with lighter mass, much faster, much further. And then drop back down into our universe and be there so there are a number of things that people just don't consider in physics they they haven't had it proved to them yet but we don't have the
4: technology to do that we don't we we don't understand how somebody can travel so fast and and these
3: and these guys were come a lot of these guys are coming from another dimension that dimension they could be in literal miles it could be like trillions of miles away but they're next door and they go through some sort of dimension and can be there it it's not all
4: and a new york second that's what you're trying to say
3: yeah the <laughs> yeah. fbi, the FBI right. said the fbi said they were coming out of another dimension you yeah. yeah. who knows how far that is in literal if you you know if you like you're saying if you looked at it at how many light years away are they or something like that but they can walk through a some sort of right. portal and be there in, in a matter of seconds, you know.
4: Well, Stan, you to... think we, as a government, understand that? You think the government knows what's going on, like what we're talking about, the light years, how long it takes them to get here? Are they really close or they may be many years away from us? That's the question. No,
2: they're, no, they're close. Uh, understand this about parallel or concentric universes. Uh, people who say they felt a ghost presence in the room, it gets cooler because these beings are coming up from a lower uh, level uh, underneath us, uh, a lower dimension, if you wish. But they come up and they pull energy out of us when they come into our room and it's cool. If you see an angelic person come down from the upper levels down to you, it's like a flaming hot chariot. And and the, um, the Sumerians, when they built ziggurats, for the you, think
4: that, you think that's a vibration or the angelical part? I mean, because you got the you got the energy yeah. and you got the vibration. You think it would be that creating that atmosphere?
2: Uh, remember when Jesus was in the garden and he'd risen from the grave and Mary yes. would run up and touch him, he says, Oh wait, 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 don't touch me for I've not yet ascended. He was energizing to get ready to go up and then come back and do do some business. When he walked on the water before he died, when, when he was out there with his disciples in the boat, when he walked on the water, mm-hmm. how did he walk on the water? His molecules vibrated faster than normal, so it's like it's like your hand if you try to hit water really hard really fast, it feels hard because you're moving faster, so his molecules move faster, and so he stood right on the water because the water was uh, reflecting his energy and it made it like a pathway, so the yeah. frequency plays a lot yeah. to do with it but the, and and one thing the Bible says remember uh, it says it for God for God uh, a day is like a thousand years of our time that's why okay. that's oh,
4: uh,
3: sunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yes. why, I mean that's that's, that.
4: that's something that we don't understand
3: a thousand years in our time is like a day with the lord you know that's yeah in psalms
4: it could be yeah
3: yes yeah. Well, uh, I got something else. I'm going to like go off a little bit on a different topic, but has to do with the same thing with some of these jabs. We know there was different strengths and different stuff that were put into them. Have you, I don't know if you've seen some of these videos that have been going around of of how the people react, how they spin and they look up in there and like if they're swatting at something, like something is coming for them and then they die. Uh, did you ever see any of those? They're all over Telegram. I
4: don't think you UFO take those.
3: <laughs> well, they're they're demonic. It's it, it's a definitely a demonic thing. The people uh, are scared. They're scared Sam, of that.
4: Do you think this is related? I mean, another question. I mean, I think the question would be: Do you think that what's going on today, like with Rebel was talking about, it would be related for what's going on? With, I mean, with the plan that's it's happened taking
2: place now. You think it had to be that's related kind of like, with the UFO and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, really? like, uh, want to remove about eighty percent of the population, if not more, by natural attrition or whatever, so they're not blamed for it. It's gonna be nuclear war, it's gonna be disease, famine, whatever. And so this this um various strains of COVID, you know, it's probably a method of saying, well, we're trying to stop it, uh, but gosh, we're going to have to lose a few people.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with U- that. useless eaters. Yeah, hey, um, let me ask you another question about: Do you think the reason we haven't been back to the moon is because we know? Uh, you know, There's did no- you see the movie? The movie um, Moonfall or fall, fall? I think it was Moonfall.
4: Yeah, get the aliens out there.
0: The the, the the premise of the movie was was that. They, there was aliens inside the moon. It was like a shell, like you were talking about earlier. Um, well, I agree, Maverick. Look, um, NASA's proven that with uh, when they crashed
2: several uh, satellites around the moon down, and their seismometers on the moon recorded a ringing uh, I, I, of the moon. Yeah, I've, heard up, up, yeah, I've
0: heard that. Yeah, I've heard that, too.
2: And that's, look, in my, in, actually when I actually want to say my theory. It's really what happens. But in the theory of gravity, gravitational constant, You build shell within shell within shell uh, of things. And it's like a geode in, uh, in geology, nice little round stone. You crack it open and it's got quartz or emerald or whatever growing out of it. And it's hollow in the middle. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't always hollow when it spit out of the volcano, when it cooled, everything condensed into more logical lattices and space. And so planets are similar to that in that you can break open a moon and you'll have upside down pyramids of crystals pointing in toward the center of it. In this case, it sounds more like something that's more solid. Uh, you know, you got to wonder if it's you know intelligently built or something because right. it, it rings like a bell right. uh, for thirty or forty minutes.
0: Uh, you think that's why we haven't been back to the moon?
2: Maybe they don't want us
0: back. <laughs>
2: well, you know, I don't. I, I, that is an interesting question, and I, I, all I can say is I've never been briefed on that in the projects or not. But um, I would think that it's probably. Make us look like we, our technology is not as as sophisticated as it should be. You know, it's to make us think that well, we tried it once; it was a really risky thing, and we just haven't been able to get everything together to get to to take the risk to spend you know billions of dollars a, until now. Right. It makes us look primitive compared to the technology they're going to arrive with. Sam, so that, yes, sir.
4: Uh I know. One time, I think you say that we getting the technology from the UFO. Then I'm right or wrong.
5: Can you
0: hear he he was asking uh he uh, the last time you were on with us uh that we have gotten some of the technology that we have we have gotten from from these other
4: new creature from these UFOs. Right. Yeah things uh,
2: that weren't really that, that uh, weren't really space related they were technology and uh, you know, manufacturing related things like uh, fiber optics and uh, um, some computing chips and things that we use, things like that. But that could be allowed because they needed it and they needed us to get to a certain point so that we could broadcast information all around the planet at once when they come. Um, and to have a global economic system so you control every living person whether they buy or sell. Uh, if you could do that, then you've got them by the short and curlies. So that's why they let and we discovered some and if i'm sure that if we any of our people discovered something that they didn't want out there that they would have stopped him or stopped him, the technology but um, the the main thing is that the the big show the big arrival that technology and the things associated with it are not supposed to be everyday occurrences here by earth people it's supposed to be new and surprising and wondrous so other than that the technologies that we've been allowed to to use uh, I'm sure, have been uh, rather innocuous, you know, not not uh, giving away the secret.
4: Hmm. Yeah. We're yeah. getting these high-speed planes every other year. We're getting high-speed technology, uh, all these bombers and everything. Uh, I mean, I think by, I don't know, I might be wrong, Stan, but
2: Go, 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 go! Repeat that because you, you, yeah, it dropped out and I couldn't hear what you were saying about the high no, speed.
4: No, all, all, all these high speed technology that we are creating every year in our military. All these guns that we don't even see yet, and but they're still talking about. I mean, uh, we are really that brilliant? Do we have those really those minds? Or these are the UFO really providing this technology to the Americans?
2: Um. Well, good.
4: a lot of people say that. I just want to hear from you that you're an expert. I mean,
2: well, let he, me say this: uh, I have not been in the in the inner circle for decades, right? right. I can only uh, kind of assume or guess, make an educated guess about this. Uh, the fast planes, um, you know, the, the triangular planes, that kind of stuff. These most of them, except for the some of the triangular planes, the Aurora project. Most of them use what's called force rea- you know, force reaction. Like Newton said, if you push that way with fuel exhaust, it will make your craft move in the equal and opposite direction. And this is called, you know, projected or, or forced entry into the medium. Most of the planes and guns and things and missiles that we use, even the the Russian hypersonic and the Chinese hypersonic missiles, those all have to deal with shoving through the air. At high speeds, the air becomes so hard that it's it, it, it difficult to put heat shielding and control your hyper because they're not using field propulsion. And so much has one thing in common. It's that it's entrainment, entrainment technology. It's like in the old West, you're a cowboy. You come into town to the saloon. You want to go in, and the saloon's packed out right to the doors. So you got two ways to do it. You can shove the bar doors open, saloon doors open like that, and push people out of the way and force your way into the, to the bar, right? Well, that's going to re- create a lot of resistance, people trying to keep you from shoving them around and spilling their drink or whatever. But if you come up to that door to the saloon and you open it up this way and you say, uh, look, excuse me, could, I, could you make a hole for me and let me get in there? And that way you have no conflict, no resistance. And in molecules, it's the same way. All of our fast planes push through and shove particles out this way. And that way that reflect back on them. So just pushing like that creates more resistance to your travel. So that's, you know, a lot of our developments now are still in primitive concept, you know, thrust reaction type devices and, and that's missiles, guns, everything. Um, there, there was one development in England, in 1890, uh, which uh, I don't know whether they continued to use it in uh, cannons or not, but it was a way to form a projectile so that it had vents here, so that when you shot it into the air, it created in front of the ballistic missile, a, tornado, a, a toroid type shape, a, a ring. And it would go several times further than a normal cannon shell. Uh, I've not seen any patents or things on it, but I do have the original drawings that have been around, but that's the the only one I've ever seen where they had any kind of entrainment technology. And uh, so our mindset, you know, our physicists, our engineers, just people, our mindset is that to get somewhere, you push something behind you to get there. And this is um, almost a philosophical thing is if you want to get through the environment, you create a hole for yourself to drop into. You don't shove your weight. You create a vacuum or a, a reduced pressure area. And that's what entrainment is about. It works in gravitational fields and communications. Um, it allows us to go faster. Than- mm. hey, and you know, another thing about this with these uh, hyperlight craft, because they're using this high speed field that's ticketing around the craft, it's a field that has inertia and mass. And it it becomes your shield, like in Star Trek, just the propulsion field becomes your shield against meteorites and other things you might encounter in your travel. And it spins them all the way around you. You don't even hit them.
4: (laughs) All these UFOs. So, Stan, just to make it clear, we do have aliens that are around
2: yeah, fallen ones, yeah, from a parallel dimension. And they are within. They're here.
4: They're here. So it's not a conspiracy. And that's why all this government, especially our government, created this space uh, branch in the
2: military. To a degree. They, our people know, if they're smart, that they can't defeat the technology that the parallel dimension people bring with them. By the way, those gray critters, you know, uh, tall and, and short one, those are uh, they're biological robots. They they're soft. They're not hard like a robot would be. They have no uh, emotion. They're they're just like computers, running the, the jobs they do when they uh, implant people or abduct them or whatever. And they use that technology to walk through walls too. So, but those those kind are different from the human-looking ones, the Nordic ones that people talk about, and they're different one than the ones that look like reptilians with the you know upright uh, two feet norms arms and stuff. So,
1: so
4: how far behind, Stan, do you think our science are behind physics? Because the UFOs make our science look like little kids, so they don't have the knowledge <laughs> and the understanding how physics really works.
2: How behind you think we are?
4: How well, far behind?
2: A, a long way, a long way. Uh, what I know about the, the, the technology and stuff, which is, is you know, minuscule really, um, I, I don't know how you would compete with them unless you were taught on purpose. Um, it's it's hard to say. I mean, hundred years ago, who would have thought we'd go to the moon? You know that
5: that's,
3: <laughs> Hey, hey, Stan, I got another question for you, real quick. Hey, I know that um, you said something about the Sumerians. So you 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 do believe that there was a Sumerian race, and the Sumerians did talk about. Nibiru, or Nibiru, and that there was some sort of uh, inner exchange of beings when it got to a certain point with the Earth. What do you think of that?
2: Well, I don't know that it was a a large craft, but um, the evidence in the solar system shows that whatever is out there we, we know there's something out there is com- is compressing the orbits of Neptune and uh, a little bit of Uranus and certainly Pluto so there's a large mass it could be a dead uh, twin to our sun you know a dark star but whatever it was these beings did uh, visit the Sumerians and I think that they gated into their ziggurats they I saw one in the Marduk still which showed the, the, the floor plan of the top of the ziggurats and it had an area in there which is where the the gods would come one at a time, gate into it from nowhere, and and then spend an hour at the top level discharging their energy, and then an hour at the second level discharging energy, and the third level they could actually touch people, not hurt them. And it's like the Bible said when uh, Nimrod was building the Tower of Babel. Bab el means the Gateway of God. Uh, the the Bible says that the Elohim, they, the super beings up there in the parallel dimension with, with God. They this this Tower of Babel because if we don't, they'll figure out a way to get up into our area, and that'll be that'll be trouble. So you those towers uh, were gateways, and that's why you know, like Nibiru could be the the parallel dimension rather than an actual object. Like uh, oh, who was the guy that translated that?
3: Um, Zachariah Stitchin.
2: Yeah, Yeah. not all of how his translation went, but there was something there, and there were beings from it. And whether they were coming here just to get us to mine gold, I don't think so. I think it was more than that. But sort um, of yeah. I... There's too much back there We that tells us that they were advanced technologies of at least one race, if not several. If we, like, always, we,
4: we always see the speed that they have, stand from many years ago. I mean, from the 40s and the 50s. I mean, this physics uh, technology has uh, been around us for a long time. We just can't understand how it works. I don't think we have the knowledge and how it works. And it's going to take a long time to find out.
3: And, and okay. I don't understand too. I mean, Stan, you know that there's hier- hieroglyphics. Why are all the Kings so tall? And why do they don't look like regular humans or they look half like a have a dog face? And they, I mean, people don't take things literally. And I think a lot of these things are literal. You know, the, there was other creatures that were in control of the earth in these kingdoms and not regular human kings. What do you think?
2: Bravo, were you saying oh, you I, think they were I, aliens? You, uh, the Bible tells you that there was a crossbreeding between humans and, and fallen ones, and that, that created, uh, you know, chimeras, uh, giants, uh, uh, Hercules, uh, giants with one eye. I mean, all the Greek legends. This was this, uh, hybridization. And um, Atlantis, I, I, I am positive. I found Atlantis was most of Saudi Arabia, and on the northwestern side where it touches the, the Jordan River, that's where the biblical account of the giants, uh, you know, like Og, King of Bashan, and where the three or four tribes that uh, Joshua was told to go and kill every, of animals, everything, because the genetic pool was was polluted by this crossbreeding that was done. Um, So, you know, if they crossed a a crow with a guy, uh, maybe he came up with a crow head and a man body. I don't know. That's what you see in the Egyptian stuff. Uh, I don't put it past these things.
3: Right. And uh, I just want to let everybody know, uh, Stan just did an interview with with Pastor Paul Begley. And uh, if you want to hear more of Stan, I mean, you can, uh, I think Pastor Paul's uh, seminar is coming up soon, isn't it?
2: The I think it's the 27th. Is that right? Sounded something like
3: something like that. I don't know exactly, but yeah. But uh, if you guys want to hear more, of Stan, you know, you can go 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 there on the 27th. You can go to Pastor Paul Begley's uh, site, and he'll and it'll tell you about that. Yeah, but
0: we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have it, to call back. Um, I'm just waiting for a date confirmation. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh,
3: another thing, Stan, Mike from around the world, he goes by. We know Mike now that he, he's something in military intelligence uh, that he states that we have technology. And I, I, not, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but uh, the way I understood it is like kind of like Battlestar Galactica, where we, they have these ships that are like four football fields long or even longer that, you know, hover like they're a feather, you know, and, and, and can... Go into battle and things like that. Is do you, are you on on the same page as that, or do you agree with I, that? I, or? I can't prove it, but I believe it. Yes, I mean, look, the
4: technology. I don't. Maybe how they it got it from the out. alien area fifty one. Yeah. Maybe they got it from the aliens. I mean, this technology, uh, uh, Bravo, like like a feather. I mean, that means they can't fly too. So. Yeah. what Stan's
3: saying. he believes that that's. That's likely also, with the technology we have.
2: Uh, yeah, well, Bravo and Goose, um, if you take one of our 30-foot diameter saucer crafts as an example, not the, the football fields, once you generate that field, you have, you're going to be a certain distance from the center of the, of the Earth's gravity you know, down in the core. And if you go along a mountain range, you will go up and down over it as you're following the potential of gravity at the mountain top versus down in the desert. And so that's the radius. And you're like a feather. I mean, you will you'll appear to float and to go over objects like that, but it's because you're following the gravitational potential of wherever you are. And as far as those big ones, like, you know, Battlestar Galactic and all that, hey, you know, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me because that kind of stuff can go on without us knowing it down here on the planet. And it doesn't interfere with in the grand plan of convincing everybody that these elder brothers are our friends, and
3: you know, following that that whole. Yeah, you, you know, it was kind of funny to me. Is someone's got a dog that's really loud in the background there? Uh, yeah what what he said was one was actually called the Enterprise. Isn't it kind of funny how they throw these movies and and shows series in our face and and. It's like they've known about this for how long, this technology, and, and they've probably been going places that we have, you know, no clue about.
2: Well, what we've seen in the movies doesn't exactly explain how the technology works, but it lets you see it in action, like, you know, the floating ship. Right. Right, uh, you know, right. Because
4: uh, we don't have we we don't have the wisdom, we don't have the intellectual uh, to understand the physics. It, and it's bottom line. I mean, we don't have it, those people that can go ahead and figure out yet.
2: That's and, it. You know, look, it goes, uh, it's like magic to us because we don't understand the technology yet. That's all magic is. Right. That's yeah. why
4: we could be uh, debating this all the time, but bottom line that stands saying UFOs are here and they're here to stay and they are freaking
3: evil. Just get that started. Yes. 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 They're not your friends. Uh, and good news.
4: Biden is one of them. Thank you. <laughs> Stan, you know I'm right. You know, you know I'm right. Let me show you something Hang here. On, good. Hang on, goose. Hang
0: on.
2: This is the good news stuff here uh, for all the depressing news we're giving people. Let's have some good news here. Uh, here. Coming this month. On the 26th in the theaters all over the country is the Left Behind movie, a new version, uh, being released uh, with Kevin Sorbo as the star there. Uh, this oh, is wow. Time.
3: Say again? No, I, I'm sorry. I just said, oh, wow, that's that's really good news.
2: I, I'm, I'm plugging in. I don't get any, any dollars for plugging. I bought my tickets already uh, because... It's talking about the rise of the Antichrist after the rapture of the believers in Christ are taken off the planet to get them out of the way of what happened. And I think that's coming soon.
4: Tribulation.
3: Yes. Because uh, we, I mean, we will see the destruction of mankind, but we don't see any type of wrath or any type of judgment from God himself. You know what I mean? So If you're, if you're,
2: found, if, if you're found worthy to be caught up in that rapture event, Yes. You felt very blessed, very lucky.
4: Hey, uh, Stan, don't get me wrong. I will be there, me and Maverick. We got front seat tickets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right, all right. (laughs) Be confident in the Lord. Yes.
2: That's right. Well, you got to have the
3: good news with all this horrible stuff we're
2: talking about, because otherwise you might as well go cut your wrist. It's going to be terrible.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, Sam, do you really think that the UFOs or the aliens are laughing right now? Say, they're kidding each other. We don't have to do that much freaking damage. They're doing it to themselves. What do you think?
2: Uh, I I lost you again. You you blipped out. Uh, Start that whole argument again there. No, no. I think the
4: aliens, the aliens are laughing right now because we are hitting each other here down the air and they haven't started their, you know, a plan to exterminate people in Earth, but we're doing it ourselves. So, I mean, we're doing it to ourselves, and the aliens haven't taken over yet.
2: Uh, I, well, yeah, they haven't officially done it, but I'm sure they're down here stirring the pots because they want the threat of nuclear war and chaos and everything to reach everybody where they live, you know, at home, at the dinner plate, whatever. Um, and uh, I'm sure they've been stirring the pot to to make this conflict so that they could solve the conflict. Left hand makes war. And trouble comes in from the sky. and We'll bring you peace. We'll stop all the bad guys. We'll get rid of all those little alien critters that have been annoying you from other, you know, whatever, and well, many years. You- <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 It's- Isn't it funny, Stan? How they uh, they say that they're not religious and this and that, and that they're 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 very scientific. But I listened to a interview that with a supposed alien that they had and halfway through the conversation he's saying you shouldn't believe in this jesus stuff you know i'm like how did we get from they were talking scientific and everything and all of a sudden they get get into the conversation of religion and they say that jesus christ is is not real and this and that i'm like why is an alien talking about that for you know if they're really aliens
4: because they are part of the devil's plan. i mean i think the devil is in charge of the aliens.
2: Of the, earth, of the earth, yes. Yeah.
4: So it's in charge, of course. It's promoting people to go against Jesus. So that's what they're doing, promoting, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: People, you know, went over uh, Christians that aren't yet really signed on, uh, you know, talking and praying with Jesus, really. They're just going to church on Sunday. These people can be fooled uh, by, say, as I said, a video or three D, uh, you know, uh, imagery that was taken in Jerusalem at the time of the crucifixion, you know, and they can say, "Oh, Jesus is one of our guys." It was down here, you know. Here, here we have the pictures, you know, to prove it, and <laughs> that might sway people who were kind of marginal believers and Christians in saying, "Oh, yeah, okay, then, okay, fine." He was one of I you guys.
4: Believe, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it is hard then to uh, understand and put together all this stuff that's going on at the same time and i'm glad that you came in and you clarified a few things and you stated the same thing you stated last time that the aliens are evil
3: yeah and and also to stan could you re- reiterate about the uh you had mentioned that people don't realize that they think that the greek mythology of hercules and and how zeus always has a human wife and that that the that that these deities that the greeks worshipped and the ones before them and everything that they are the fallen ones offsprings that they worshipped on the earth that that as the hebrews followed the true and, and 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 righteous god they followed all these fables of all these fallen ones
2: You know, uh, look at the, the, the Greeks. They went over and up into the Bashan area, north and up near the, the Golan Heights and, and Syria. They built at least 10 cities to worship these false gods. Uh, the, they're called the Decapolis cities. I've been to one of them, but we think there are more that we just haven't uncovered yet. The Greeks went over and settled all these religious sites in northern Israel and Jordan and uh, up into Syria through the Golan Heights. So that tells you that it was happening over there. They thought Hercules from that area in the maybe the Lebanon, anti-Lebanon mountains or something. But that, that's where all the crossbreeding was occurring was in Atlantis, which was a real place as I discussed in my, my video on
3: it. Right. And, and I think people are a misnomer. They say, you know, well, in the days of Noah, no, the God destroyed cause everybody was bad. No, there was intermingling of different species, angels, and humans and animals and everything just like they do in the name of science today what do you think of that
4: bravo you crazy it was pretty bad you think god terminated and erased everybody from the earth just for being a saint? no nope.
2: uh no and it, it, it explains itself why did god tell joshua when he was taking the, the house of israel in the promised land why did god have him go to various villages and kill everybody there they yes. were hybrid right. yes. that survived the flood there were survived right.
4: they were very bad very bad yes. and the same thing is going to happen to us because we're doing it now 5.0 not 2.0
3: 5.0 look yep.
4: straight at the white house look at the tv it's all over
3: well, we're yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was trying to say, Goose. I'm trying to say that God didn't just destroy everybody because there was bad humans on the earth. There was super evil things going on, intermingling, and, and they were eating human flesh and and doing all this crazy stuff, just like they're doing today, in the name of science.
4: Remember, remember what God asked, say, tell me
3: 50%, uh, 40
4: 10 all the way went down to 10 and I, I say I'm going to spare that life, but you Perfect. know, it's, oh, and there's that
2: many thing about Lot going in into summer, leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember yeah. the angels that came to see him were were good angels, right? Yes. So, so I'm not saying that we can't have good angels now because I was visited by one when I was in the hospital years ago, who healed you know, a bullet wound I had overnight almost. God bless you, Stan. So, so they are. You have to be careful and don't dismiss all angelic uh, hosts if you. If one comes and glows and says, you know, I'm here. If they won't, uh, you know, claim to be from Jesus and, you know, uh, claim the blood that sanctifies us, uh, that kind of stuff. If, if they stand
4: but, uh, stand, but God sent those angels to warn them. Yeah. So it's not like they were living there, you
2: know. No, that's true. They, they, they just they went hate. there
4: and even told the lady, hey, you turn around, guess what? You're gonna become a rock of salt. Salt, yeah.
2: You know so, that's uh, if you study the area there where it happened, uh, she would have she would have turned back and gone over the edge, of looking down at the Dead Sea, which is a lot of salt was underneath there from salt dive here, as they call it. And so when it exploded and was molten, it would have thrown molten salt up like this, and it would have covered her in salt and turned her into you know a salt statue. That's yeah. That's the science behind it. Fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. This is, this is, this is some interesting. <laughs> kind of want to go out there on the porch
2: <laughs> and sit there and think a while. <laughs> put it all together. <laughs> no, it, it no,
4: is this hard is, because... It, yeah, so, this is
3: great, Stan. Yeah.
4: Oh, Yeah. Oh, would somebody throw a freaking monkey wrench in your plans and you're like, oh, I was thinking it was like this. Now it's like that. And uh, it, we... I I mean, I want to believe that they are here, Stan. Believe me, I I think they are here. But I believe they're sharing the technology. I think they are. I mean, uh, maybe somebody's quick in there and giving the plan to to us. I don't know. I mean, I think we got some of that technology.
2: Oh, I'm sure we do. As I said, a certain amount of technology is allowable because it can't be used against the invading force here, the evil ones. Uh, they're not going to give you stuff that you could use against We're not going to give our enemies of the United States. Well, embedded well
4: embedded- they, might, they might think that if, we, if they give us all the technology, now we don't want to attack Russia. Now we don't want to attack China. We're going to attack Mars, Pluto, and all these other planets trying to destroy everybody else out of here. I mean, we are so evil. We think that they're the evil one. I think we got a lot of evil people here too. That we use that technology to kill anybody. It don't matter, and then we right. get out of Earth to we're, conquest we're, other places.
0: We're not but, just talking about the United States, though, right, Stan? I mean, you're talking. Oh, about we're talking world globally. Yeah, yeah, globally.
3: Yes, yeah.
4: And, and I think that technology. Exactly. They will use that technology to conquest any other planet.
3: And uh, but but a lot of these. Thirteen families—they've got the blood of the Nephilim in them. They're—they're they're not a hundred percent human. That's why they're so evil. That's why they don't care about humanity and, and about God's children, and, and and they'll do the do the evil things that they do to humanity because they're really not part of us. So it's not us doing it. It's not God's children evil destroying things. It's it's. The ones that are offsprings of the evil one. Remember with the Bible in Genesis, it says thy seed and he's talking to Satan will be at enmity with the woman's seed. That means there's literal seeds of Satan on this earth. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's it's the, the battle in the heavens is coming down to earth for the completion. Uh, it'll it'll take a thousand years before it's totally complete, but in the near future, I'd say within seven to ten years, we're going to see the tribulation period. And at the end of that, the Armageddon conflict. Um, and then after that, the thousand years of peace, relatively peace, that reconstructed the planet. And then at the end, Satan and his minions are released. There's one final of them there, and then the heavens and the earth as we know them pass away in a fervent heat and are gone and replaced with a new heaven and a new earth.
3: Makes you wonder what what the big plan is. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> Bravo, that's
3: and, why and, thousand, and the thousand-year reign is called the regeneration. You know, it, it's it's the Lord is going to regenerate the earth back to its original state, and after the thousand years, He presents it back to the Father as back to normal again. You know, oh, and we're, hey,
4: and we're all who, part of that. Cast the devil. He will cast after that the devil to the lake of fire. I, I at, mean, that's yeah. The yeah, yeah, well,
3: that's at the yeah, that's yeah. at the that's at the end after the thousand years. Yeah, yeah. He's only, 20, well, he's loose for a little season because remember, during that thousand year reign, there will be humans born on the earth, and those humans have to have a chance to make a decision like we have, and they they do for a short period.
4: Mary, can you can you read uh, Amber? Uh, hang comment? On. hang on,
0: get Stan. Yeah, what were you saying?
2: Uh, well, I was just saying that there have been people that have died in the ages past who never even heard of Jesus because he it wasn't spread around. And I've often wondered if their souls aren't incarnated into that millennial period to give them a chance to make a free will choice. I don't know.
0: Um, let me just read, uh, you, the one from Amber goose, uh, yes, yes. relation. Now, if you read the first chapter of revelation, John said that the tribulation was happening in his time. Um, Anybody want to touch on that?
2: Well, I've I've read that.
4: Go ahead, go ahead, Stan.
2: I, I've read that uh, that version of the Book of Revelation and trying to relate it as a trans-temporal thing from the time of John till now, and there may be an overview picture that if you look at uh, the Re- Revelation of John. It talks about the woman that rides, sorry, that rides on the beast. It's it's the the catholic uh, vatican writing on the nations and that occurs from the time of john till now but at the end this tribulation we're talking about will be a compact period of seven years and i i do not believe that all the seals have started to open yet no you're right
4: stan you're right and uh, something i'm going to add to that is that tribulation uh we won't be here me and mary so bravo you're gonna have to take over the show and uh <laughs> Then that's when tribulation is going to start. Now, uh questions that being and people been thinking about uh when Jesus come from his church, uh people are going to start saying that that was the UFO, the aliens that took those people. I Did didn't hear heard that stand. Did you heard that stand uh, Stan before?
0: He was saying when the rapture, um people will start saying that it was the UFOs that came and took the people, not Look, the, the
2: the Great White Brotherhood people that I've talked with in the past and debated in public said those people who are allegedly taking the rapture, their vibrations aren't right. We're going to take them to another place and get their vibrations right so they can come back later and join us. And that's the same argument we talking about with the UFO, that yes. people weren't right with the vibrations of peace, love, and harmony here. are going to be taken off the planet to be fixed and then brought back later. That's what he that's, said.
4: That's a key word vibration. You're right. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's is I mean this is beyond our understanding. Uh it's a lot of reading, a lot of understanding and and, and ask God to give you the wisdom to understand all this stuff because it's hard, it's hard.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't look you're not gonna learn.
0: That's true, that's true. Um uh, Bravo, you got any other questions for Stan? No,
4: I got I got another question for oh. Stan. You can't go now. Stan, yep. this with the UFO has been happening for so many for so many years. How many years do you think this has been taking place in our Earth?
2: Well, from the Garden of Eden, at least, and before, perhaps. Wow. Because, you know,
4: our Earth is, what, 25 billion years old?
2: Nope. It's not
4: Mother, Mother Earth. I According I to the in numbers, that, how many years
2: is the Earth? Earth? You know how I know that?
4: No, no, go, go ahead. I, I didn't hear you stand.
0: You broke back.
2: Okay, the Earth uh, is less than 50,000 years old. We can prove that by what's called the hysteresis curve of the uh, magnetized uh, core of the planet. But when you look at the age of the universe and that kind of stuff, don't talk in millions or billions of years. Uh, Barry Centerfield and his website I've known Barry for many years we knew each other down in Australia has has proven mathematically why the speed of light at the Big Bang was so much faster that the way illuminating is all up the chute at the time of the Big Bang light, radiation in other words traveled at 10 with 60 behind it faster than it is now and it's been gradually on a, on a curve like this slowing down to where we are now so when we've tried to date you know what that star system out there was made and, and, and put it in millions or billions of years it's based on the speed of light now which is an era of, of 10 to the 60th power <laughs> it's a lot closer and a lot, a lot younger than, than people think right
3: and, <clears throat> and it would not be like god to say there be light and his voice is that fast and that quick? You know what I mean, to create everything.
4: Well, yeah. if I look at the numbers, then look, I I, I went again and I researched I did a not search. Say, Earth is estimated to four point five four billion years old, plus or minus about fifty right. million yeah. years. That's yeah. a, that's the fifty. Yeah. That's the fifty million years that you talk about.
0: 50,000? Yeah. Man, I still got you here.
2: Uh, can you uh, ask that question again? Yeah, uh,
0: Goose, uh, re ask your question. They say
4: Earth is estimated to be 4.54 billion years old, plus or minus about 50 million
2: years.
3: Well, well he said well, 50,000 years old.
2: Now, 50,000 is, is like of our years, would be a closer estimate. Right. Our universe might not be any older than 100,000 years, but uh, to answer your question about the God created, you know, he he made light first. Light is radiation of various frequencies, right? Now, I'm going to show you an article that I want you to go look up yourself uh, and uh, I'm going to tell you what's in it. Just a second here. Uh Start there. Go there. All right. Now, bring that up and have a look at it. It's coming. There it is. Now, this new space telescope, the the, the Webb telescope, was looking at this galactic formation or stellar formation more than than light than than that. And they found out with this that the radiation came before the light of particles existed. So uh, before the mass existed, sorry, that the radiation was in the, the void of space. And after that, like the Bible says, mass formed and this space cloud here. It witnesses the birth of stars and planets and a process that one scientist describes as being consistent with the theory of creation. So we're starting to see science agree with the Bible. Finally, uh, you know. Finally, the, the,
4: yeah. <laughs> so you mean the light is radiation? So light came up first, then the earth. That's what you're trying to say, uh,
2: right. it's, yeah. it, it's just like God said in, in uh, Genesis, you know, in creation. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then if you if you go to uh, Dr. Carl Bog down at the Evidence Creation Museum, I mean they they've examined they've examined uh, granite rock, you know, 5 or 10 miles down under the ground and it's identical to to the rock up top and it's got plutonium halos in there that has a half-life of like 0.00000 something or other, which means that those plutonium halos had to be captured in a microsecond, you know, to be able to capture those in the rock. And and what did God say? God spoke it and he spoke it and it happened. And it it, it supports the science that's out there supports a lot of this stuff, you know, and they found hammers in coal, which is not supposed to be there because it's the wrong time frame where they found it. It doesn't match what they said for evolution. I mean, there's all kinds of things.
4: But Stan, the, the science uh, Give the sun, which is radiation, okay, 4.6 yeah. billion years old. The Earth is younger than the sun. So in regard to what you just said, yes, it support what you just say that radiation was created first because the
2: sun was created first. And then the now, Earth. But, but Gus, understand the way that traditional science, determines the age of everything is on the speed of light the speed of radiation at 186,256 miles per second okay that's that's the benchmark they use you are the professor I'm, I'm writing down i'm taking point to you and so you know it, it, you have to you have to look at time from the universe with an exponential curve at the beginning at the big bang it was 10 to, was 60 zeros behind it faster than now. And it's come down to where we are now to leveling out. And here's where they're, they're determining the speed of light, which is determining pretty accurately. And well, now, not then.
4: Well, the speed of light, I mean, and, and like when we talked earlier today, talk about the 10 light years that Mary talked about, then that's like 58.96 trillion miles. And then we get a little bit more confused because then it says 270,000 years to get to Earth if it's that far away. But then we talk about the different portals that we have that maybe they're taking those portals, it doesn't take that long to get here. It's so weird, Stan. You got to have a freaking
2: PhD for this stuff. Portals are trans dimensional travel, and uh, it's governed by. The, the the density of space and the speed at which you're traveling and how you are traveling through space if you're pushing or accepting um the th- this is a you know this is a, the the fallacy all of the way we date is by radioactive <laughs> decay which mm-hmm. is the function of the speed and decay of radiation and you know if it's Slower now than it was at the beginning, then your figures are going to be way out, and that's it's why it's not. Star,
4: it's not gravity. It won't be gravity instead of radiation, or radiation created the gravity.
2: The radiation was first, then the light, and then things started to um, spin and form galaxies, and then sub uh, galaxies into like sub star systems and sub planet systems. That's the order of things that occurred. Um, so gravity is, is one of the, oh, the initial thing when, when God spoke the words and it went into the existence into the radiation field, it caused swirls like smoke does in a, in a crowded uh, you know, bar where you blow out cigar smoke and it formed all these curling vortices that spin and was huge amounts of energy and gravity. And then they condensed into galaxies and the clusters and into uh, star systems and into planets around these star systems. Uh, and then it, it, uh, along the way, all the atoms, the subparts of these systems uh, have spin and gravity as well. And mm-hmm. gravity is not a single force. It is a sum of two vectors. In any mm-hmm. gravitational system, there is spin around a central axis. You mean mass? Yeah. Say the again?
4: Attraction, the attraction between different
2: big masses. No. Well, the gravity. Here's what's happening. Let's see how to explain yeah. that. Um, if you spin a um, say like a paint stir in, in a can of paint if you put a drill on it and you spin the paint you'll mm-hmm. see waves form between the center of the paint can and the edge of it. and these waves reach out to the edge of the paint can and then they bounce back and what you see is what looks like a solid ripple Out and the waves coming in and they form humps at various radii around that spinning rod in the in the paint can. Gravity is a function of forces from spin around an axis. That spin throws out particles into space and then they reflect back and form a net vector. Which, in fact, let me talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Let me see if I can find this and I'll show you a picture of what we're talking about.
0: Okay, yes, yeah, the
2: second here.
4: Hey, the, the, we got to take care that Stan is here today. So, trying to be like a sponge and get all this information oh. to uh, Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: no, because hey, gravity, gravity is, is, is the attraction between different masses and a form of gravity. That's what I understand.
3: I don't know if most people can even understand that though.
2: It's, 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 it's not a divergent, I'm sorry, convergent and divergent waves in the medium of space. And they form gravitational or like nulls where the two forces equal. And on the surface of the Earth, if we were to dig down through to the core and drop a stone, it wouldn't go yeah. over the planet. It would go down a little way and then stop where gravity, where the, where the inertia of the spinning waves cancel and make zero. Down into the core of the planet, you would find this so-called gravity is again forming at different levels all the way to the core. Now I've got to find this thing here and show you here. Let's see, maybe it's in my gravity section here.
4: Uh. <laughs> Stand go to gravity section. That's what. And the- while
3: you were looking at that, Stan, isn't it true that the the moon actually proves the the young Earth uh, theory? Also, that when they were planning the. Uh, the lunar modules to, to land on the uh, surface of the earth. They they thought because the earth, they, their idea was millions of years old, that there would be like four feet of dust up there and that they might lose those, you know, so they put these giant paddles on there to try to keep it on top of the dust and all this stuff. And it turned out to be like one or two inches of dust up there.
4: Well, that's why they never landed in the moon. Remember that, Bravo?
3: They landed on the
4: moon. That was just a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you heard that before? That then they landed it.
0: Some people believe that. People yeah. Yeah. What do you think,
3: What do you think about that?
2: Well, just give me a second here. I'm trying to solve this other problem to show you something. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, on. I mean, some, come on. Some people believe that we didn't land on the moon. I mean, well, I mean,
3: some of the some of the yeah. pictures and videos that you see, <laughs> you wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Some people got some good theories at this stuff that, you know the evidence that people present you're like hmm. makes you makes you really wonder if uh if there's any truth to it
2: oh, is that coming through or not
0: uh let me see here I don't see anything yet
2: <laughs> application window all right, let me try it again this is a this will show you what I'm talking about gravity here. come on, share screen here uh photoshop 2023 okay okay are we there no. and now uh, we allow this
0: hasn't popped up
2: yet. A- and you cannot see it
0: no it didn't pop up on my side.
2: okay i uh, figure out what i'm going to do here just a second here uh all right that one is there so if i do this go like that okay so let's see here <laughs> Okay, I'm going to try a little trick here. There it worked. Okay. Now we'll get back to you guys here. <laughs> oh, come
0: on. This little girl there. Happy.
2: Uh. there. Select gravity waves and allow.
0: Oh, there it is okay
2: get it. can you see it yep there it is yeah okay now um, this is a spin in space of this the spin around the center of our of our solar system. the sun is in the center of it and it has several layers within it like these things show each of these ripples is a layer and it's where the spin of space is spun out so fast that it reflects back from space like, you're like, water gets hard when you hit it with your hand. Um, it's, it's reflecting back. Well, it spins out like in the paint bucket and then comes back. And where the, the net force of the outgoing wave and the incoming wave cancel, you form a stable orbit. And here's Earth way down here in this little spot. And this is, uh, of course, Jupiter. And we have orbits that can be filled by other planets that are empty right now, uh, Jupiter and um saturn where these purple things are unfilled orbits but it's where these spinning forces net to zero that you have this you know a, a, a level a a surface or a, an orbit it's not a, it's not an attraction it's the sum of the shear out reflecting back in space
5: uh wave converging wave but where they where they meet it forms this this ripple uh you know the stable Orbit,
2: and it works that way in galaxies, I mean, galaxies and stellar systems, planets, and atoms. When you have an asteroid, you say, "Well, why does an asteroid have gravity?" Well, an asteroid has uh, strange gravity. It uh, it it, um, it has gravity up of the atoms within that asteroid. As it cools, uh, there'll be a clump of atoms that are uh, organized one way, and you'll have a hot spot of gravity on that part of the asteroid, and on the other one, on a minor spot, but all that asteroid, the sum of its gravitational pull is the sum of all those spinning atoms and clusters of atoms, what the net zero effect is. And so you have that mass and say it has a gravitational mass of X. And it's from all the atoms. <laughs> Sorry
0: about that. I'm muted. <laughs> <laughs> You, he keeps yourself. on muting. Yeah, your, mute hey, your,
4: bravo, I'm trying to learn.
0: <clears throat> no, I know, but mute yourself. Uh, mute yourself. You're, you're well, screaming. I, 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 I
4: have so six asking <laughs> me um all <clears> right <throat>
0: So what... Uh, probably were you asking a question or was it...
4: About gravity, it was me about gravity. Now, Stan talked no, I mean, uh, about the asteroids too. Remember, the asteroid is the force so immense that that we bypass the gravity, maybe we don't see it with our eyes, but the speed we slow down, but still, we they're so fast that we break into the density, flows how big the asteroid is. And now. Uh, this is getting too boring. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not boring because like when you guys talk about.
2: You
3: just haven't had enough happy juice yet. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know,
4: because I mean, what Dan is saying, a lot of this stuff is comes together to what we're trying to talk about. Everything that's going to happen with Earth. We jump on how many years we are and, and then that's when we talk about when everything with Jesus went happened, the six thousand years ago or five thousand years ago when they're flapping and all that kind of stuff. People well,
3: yeah, and them. there's there's also easier things like we know we know that we're getting closer to the sun a certain distance every year. If you multiplied that by the, the age that they tell us that the earth is, we would have burned up fifty million years ago. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Nothing they say makes sense on the on the law. They can throw billions of years into anything, and people say, "Oh, well, I guess that could happen that way." It's a billion years. I don't know. I wasn't around. I mean, it, it's not true. The, the The Lord, the Lord said it. It's been about six thousand years, and I said, "I don't think it's that much longer than that."
4: Well, okay, that's that's what you think.
2: Well, for the creation of Adamic man, yes. Uh, Garden of Eden, 6,000 years ago. But I think there were some, um, well, humanoids on the planet before that.
3: Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I there, there's I actually, it, actually in, in Genesis, it kind of it alludes that there was a, another flood before that flood. Because why would God promise not to flood the earth again and, 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 and do that? like And, and the, the wording of it is... That it happened once before that. So remember. In Bravo.
4: General- it it, it have not happened again since that day. So don't come out that came up. that it happened again. Okay. It didn't.
3: Goose.
5: Uh- <laughs> go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead,
4: Go ahead.
2: In the beginning, in the book of Genesis, Voracious, it says, And the earth had, be- had become waste and void. Bohu tohu. Now that means it was at a state of nice and pretty, and it had become waste and void. Do you understand Thank that? You. Before,
3: okay. That means there's two now, floods. There was two floods. Goose, God promised on the second flood. What he's getting at?
4: Hey, Murray, can you go ahead and uh,
0: hang, hang on. on? Let Let Stan finish, please.
3: Okay, yeah. I don't know that there are two floods.
2: Uh, I, I I don't know what uh, scripture you're talking about because it says <laughs> the earth will be filled by fire, not the flood. I Thank you.
5: Mike. Thank you. When I went down to Venice to... I talked with to the Toga white men at the Vatican
2: no way to keep these records that we can find now but right. so we have to go with what we know it's at least in the garden of Eden and before that there appears that there may have been an organized uh, earth and maybe beings but i don't know
0: how did you um i mean on that same topic how did you uh, come about finding the garden of Eden
2: i translated uh I read in hebrew the veracious or genesis account and, tro- and followed the clues about the the four rivers that came out of the garden of eden and the one river that fed it, river that fed it. Um, and uh, one or two of the rivers were uh, the tigris and the euphrates and in the hebrew i found a a, a way that they used to use plural or, or in pieces and that's to repeat the name of the river now uh, euphrates in hebrew is ephrat and in the older text uh, text about where it was it's called ephrat ephrat it was broken and I followed back where it came from all the way back up into Tanzania to the 10,000-foot altitude plateau there of the Agaro Plateau where the Garden of Eden was. And I found all other rivers, all, uh, uh, well, all four of them, where they came off of that mountain and formed grooves between uh, continents like India and Africa and, um, and into the Mediterranean to, the, to make the, the Euphrates and then around Iran, most of Iran today to make the Tigris. What you're seeing, Tigris and Euphrates, are the last end, the the last part of these great rivers that came. Earth all back together, put the continents back together in Pangea form, and the planet was um, 75% smaller in diameter than it is uh, today. And so it it made a big difference in in where the, the continents fit and how the rivers flowed. And I used every clue I could find on the Garden of Eden in Hebrew. And and met every one of them, and uh, they all ended up at that one place there. And when I went there to to the N'Goro plateau or uh, crater, and the plateau, I talked to the locals there, and they said, "Oh yes, this is Africa's Garden of Eden." Well, it's the world's Garden of Eden. It was the thing. They knew that, and they've been keeping it for thousands of years in those tribes. I I, look, uh, I we found a hill inside the, the crater of the bottom collapsed volcano we found this hill called Ingatati Hill and it it had place on it for a, a, a mound one here for a tree a mound one for a tree here and a spring came up in the middle of it and watered it and ran down into the, the floor of the crater from standing on that hill in the middle of the crater you could look around and see all the other trees and vegetations in that hundred square miles of Garden of Eden you could see sell- down below, in the garden floor, you could look up at Inkatati Hill, and you knew that those trees were not to be touched. There wasn't a mistake that you accidentally ate fruit. Those trees were set up above to show you, don't do this. And so they, they had to consciously violate the rule to go up there and do it. In fact, let me show you. Um, I've I mean, got a picture of that. I, I can't
0: even imagine what that would have been like standing there and, and knowing what took place there, you know, that you're standing in the same exact spot. Yeah. Now, is there
3: pictures of this, Stan? Do you have pictures that, yeah. that- yeah. bring it up now? Hold on. Uh, you're not gonna be able to see it.
2: Okay, grab that one. Okay. That's the left <laughs> side of Mignitati Hill. Up here's the edge of the crater, two thousand feet above it. These are fig trees. Fig trees grew wild all around that hill where Eve made their clothes out of fig leaves when they discovered they were naked. This whole garden is filled with with fig trees and other trees too. And these African daisies, down these little yellow things. Um, Let's see if I can get another angle on that for you here. Yeah. This mound right here, is this a tree spots that just we were standing down here at the other one and that's where there could have been a tree. There's a raised area. It's divided into two pieces. There's no question about it. Um, let's see if we can get this. This is a big one. Okay. Now this, all this area here in green is the Ingoro plateau Well, the, the rivers uh, that the, the one river came out of the, of the land of Eden over here. And to its east is where it came up as a huge, huge, 20 acre mouthpiece of water came shooting up out of there to water all the way down here. Three of the great rivers went here and one of them went down along here. And this is the Garden of Eden right down here. And if we could just uh, see that. There's Ngatati Hill, it's got a division here and here and a stream that came up and watered out like this. And the water from the the 10,000 foot altitude came down here and provided a lake here for places that are now dry. Now,
0: what do you think of that? Oh, that, that look. I mean, impressive. it's unbelievable, right? I know. Yeah, this man.
2: one, this, this one here, guys, is when we're standing up there at the bottom of the and we're looking out into the floor 10 miles out into the distance to the other edge of the crater. And you'll see all these trees and things down there. That means that if they're down there looking at you, that you they would know that the trees up here are not part of their trees, it's right, different, right? And the fact that there's fig leaves here I mean, that just that capped it. Boy, I mean, I thought, wow, fig leaves! It's this is a big bird's nest there in one of the fig trees,
0: and that's incredible.
2: Oh, look, we it, it, was, it was a marvelous time where the water came from to make the four, the, the Bible speaks of is up in the top part of the Engoro Plateau, like I, sh- I said, and here is a picture. Uh, me and one of our um, uh, what do you call them um, they're guides. they're not guides they're the rangers. they're armed rangers to protect, protect us from the environment. So. stand
4: you you high speed way down there <laughs> how, how you I mean how did you I mean how did you feel being there in that place where history yeah. where the modern, I mean civilization started I mean how do you feel? How would you feel?
2: Just odd. I just, yeah. Just
0: odd. I, 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 yeah, I couldn't think of another word. That was the same word I was thinking. I would just. When eat. you walk around, you say, let
4: me take beat, lead it step by step, little by little. I don't want to miss on anything.
2: Well, what you're looking at there is springs, a bunch of little springs that in the time of the Garden of Eden, these gushed up huge amounts of water up like this. And now it they even supply enough spring water to feed the Maasai tribes that live around the outside edge of the of the crater up there, but uh, this is nearly twenty acres of area that was the mouthpiece of like like the water flowing out of the Mississippi River, but more boom like that, and it went up over the edge here, where my cursor's going, and up over the edge here, and fell down in to make the three great rivers, uh, you know including the tigers Euphrates. But the Fishon and the and the um Fishon. No, not the Fishon. Um there was one that went around a part of India too. Uh, I think I've got that here in my maps, I'm not sure.
4: Sam and that you put that like thousand years ago. What's you, yeah. Your opinion? How many
2: years ago? I'd say it's close to six thousand. Uh it's hard to say. The the local tribesmen I can only Track their accuracy back about two thousand b c which would have been after the flood, so before the flood, you have to rely on the old record saying it was you know, six out, you, you know like
4: well i I pre say that six thousand
2: the same thing that you say 6, yeah what well, you, you can't disagree with what you're tr- you're trusting there I mean you either trust it or you don't and right.
3: yeah uh, isn't that funny how if the world really loved Jesus Christ and God Almighty, wouldn't they be trumpeting your findings and other people's findings, you know, of the real Mount Sinai, what you found in, in Africa there, all these different things proving the Bible and proving that God really does exist, and he put us down here. It just goes to show you that they're suppressing. All-
2: Look, they are. I approached every major news network, even Fox for sure, and a lot of local TV and and uh, radio people, and I had one lady who was on a news team up here in um, Colorado Springs, and she was at my lecture, and she says, "Oh, we've got to, we got to bring this out." It all got squashed. Nobody wanted to put this out. I went to the to the History Channel, right, and they sent out a, a lady. They, she said, "Okay, look, we can we can make a documentary of the films you took there." Uh You have to sign this piece of paper though it says that we will own all the rights to all of your material, and you can 't talk about it anymore <laughs> bye yeah. see ya. oh that's, that's see how it. they
3: suppress it Uh yeah
2: wow yeah yeah mm. yeah i i I'm just so blessed uh, uh, that, that christina and uh, Jared christ uh, uh, Gret said i saying, funded this uh, expedition over there, they're okay. Christian. They said, "Look, you gotta, you gotta go over, and we'll, we'll bring cameras and we'll film all this," which they did. And I made a lot of it into into videos and stuff, and showed it. So how do the- we?
3: So how do we get your
2: videos and stuff? Can we get that information? Well, you used to be able to see it on YouTube, but they've now uh, shut me down. So um,
0: <laughs> join the club, Stan. I'm on my fourth hey, page already. So I'm on, I'm what, what I'm trying one.
2: to do, what I'm trying to do now is transfer over to Rumble um and uh, one other place i forget what they said it is but we're gradually transferring these films across it takes several hours for each video to go up so okay. uh we have several of i mean send me,
0: just send me any information and uh we'll put it out there we'll put it on our uh all our social media links to everything i mean you know so people can people can see what we just saw i mean you know
2: well, I'm going to try to show you how much time we got left here. Uh,
0: let me see. We got about 8 minutes.
2: Okay, I'll look very quickly. I'm going to see if I can Sorry, find the
0: Actually, we got less than that. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> Just a second here. Eden images. Maybe it's in there. Whew, those are bad big. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the lecture. Okay. Um hmm. Give me about 30 seconds here. I've okay. got to look through a few of these here.
3: Uh, let's see. In production. items. Wouldn't it be nice to have like a poster of some of those pictures of Stan, that he, what he has there? I mean, that would just, it'd be unbelievable. I think yeah. think, but it's probably a good idea.
4: I think uh, you can use Google Earth and Google that place.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I, that's right, I guess I could couldn't I? yeah, they still allow photos on those things okay uh da, 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 da. ten trip shops for patrons. Let me see what I put in here uh images posted oh, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm going to bring up the share screen of this folder. That I've got all the stuff in, and we'll just dive in and see what is of interest to you here. <laughs> Uh, what does that say? Camera folder finder. No, I didn't give it to you did it. Okay. No. Okay. This takes a little bit of getting used to this picky little share screen thing, but it does work eventually when you do it right. Oh, come on! Let me have it. Uh okay. Huh. Well, isn't that the you, you are you're just seeing me, not any of the screen yeah, share just stuff, right? You, yep. It when I go on the normal way to do it now, it's blocking me from showing you. Slides, video file, share screen, slides. Let me see what slides does. Oh, okay, fine. Uh yeah, you see, upload file. PowerPoint and PDF. One more time. Let's try this here. I I have another idea. I know how we'll do this. Well, if it just let me do what I was doing now. Select window or screen. Let's say that that's that one there. Okay. All right. All right. So we're allowing that. Are Are you?
0: Uh. Yep. I got it right here. Let me edit it in real quick.
2: To do is uh throw photos up onto that that i want you to have a look at this one here is a silver coin a 0.925 percent pure that we made for the expedition in 2016 to commemorate it and we gave one of these silver coins to each of our guides you know our, our uh, rangers and also we we uh, put one into the water at, at the very top that I showed you that, that 20 acre area. Uh-huh. We buried one in the middle of the water there to oh, nice. commemorate the trip there. Nice. And while you're doing that, yeah, and this place that we called Adam's driveway, uh, this is a road going down into the Inguro crater, which was the garden of Eden with, um, uh, Oh, what do you call them? Acacia trees hanging over that as you drove down into it, and uh, so anyway, that's that's Adam's driveway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're gonna um, have to get you back here again so we can go over all these things, and and also I want to hear about the uh, Atlantis too. I want to hear about that. So we're gonna have to get yeah. you back for that yeah, yeah. We'll have
2: to do it uh, another time. It, there's just so much to talk about yeah. that it's uh, yeah, it's, it's so a shame sad. that that YouTube acts by things there, but. There was a lot that I had up there you could look at.
0: Um, but, yeah, anything, I mean, you know, you can email me, and I can put it up so uh, our viewers can uh oh, up, okay. You know, links and all stuff. Right. You know, I mean, if you got links and stuff to send me, send me them, and I'll put them up on the on our social media, and uh, that way people can look at all that stuff too. Uh, right,
2: right, okay, I'll do that. Okay. I have to explain a few of these did things. Do you,
4: uh, you see the forbidding Tree, I mean, which one is the tree? It's, it's those, are just
2: where, those are just where the tree, trees grew. Um, um, it was where they were, but they're not anymore. It's a raised area, two raised areas in between a street, up and watered it and went down into the rest of the garden. Uh, that's, that's what we were looking at. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The, the Tanzanian government had uh, fenced off a portion of the, uh, of the top of that hill there and were testing how fast and how healthy he grew in that area. They, they go that way anywhere else in the in the girl crater or in Africa. It's conducive to growing things there at that place. So that's a good place to put the two trees. Uh, and they're trying to figure out what the magic of the soil is there. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, so they could know. Uh, let's see, yeah, stop sharing. Know. Am I sharing that screen? I am, aren't I? Yeah. I knew that.
0: I knew that. Um, <laughs> we we're, we're Probably just about, we're getting close here. I mean, I'm over the two-hour mark, so they're going to cut me soon. Uh, okay. I, I All right. I'm stopping sharing, so yeah, I can say no, goodbye. Okay. I, I mean, we really appreciate you coming on. I mean, this was great. I mean, a lot of information. And like I said, I definitely want to get you back at some point so we can continue this part of it. And also, I really want to hear about Atlantis, too. I'll okay. send you some links. Okay, okay? Yeah, I've got yeah. i
2: got Atlantis up on Rumble, I think, and a couple okay. of others. I'll send you some links.
0: Yeah, send me some links, and I'll put it all on our social media, and I'll put it on the web page, and uh, so people can uh, look at that stuff too. Great, okay. great job, Stan. Great yeah, job, Stan. I, yeah, I, we really appreciate you. Thank coming you, guys, tonight. Uh, was. I've great. enjoyed the fellowship. Yeah, it mm. was great. It was great. Um, Baro, any parting words?
3: Bravo. Oh no, I'm I'm good. I'm just so glad you were here, Stan, and we learned a lot. And we want you back again. I'm I'm interested in Atlantis too to hear about it because I've done a little bit of investigation, also. Yeah. So that's really good. And uh, every remember, guys, he's on with Pastor Paul Bagley at the end of this month. Sometimes you can go to his website and uh, find out when. Uh gonna be a lot of people there, and Stan's one of them.
0: And yeah, Yeah. like I said, we're 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 gonna have Pastor Paul back. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to confirm the date, Uh, but uh, we're gonna get him back. Yeah, we we
2: recorded all those things probably ago. Yeah, yeah. They were putting it all together for the presentation. Yeah, he's he's
0: a very busy guy, so it's kind of hard to (laughs) (laughs) to nail him down. uh, All right, guys, let's cut it off. We'll talk again, okay? All right. We appreciate you coming out. Thank you very
2: much. Thank you for the invite. Good night, guys. Good night. Thank you, Stan. Thank you,
5: Stan.